0: filtered, no sugar added talk radio, or as we like to call it around here, reality radio. I wouldn't go as far as to say that we're strictly conservative talk or anything else. It's reality radio. We talk about everything that you see in the world, everything you see online, in the news, real talk Facebook groups, all that stuff. We talk about all of it here on The Clay Edwards Show. Some days, some days we're a trip down memory lane, and some days we're the most incendiary show on the radio. And today may be one of those days. We've got my good friend and your favorite blue-haired, Black Lives Matter supporting Bellhaven liberal Sean Yurkron here in the studio with me. Good morning, Sean.
1: Good morning, man. Speaking of the uh, walking down memory lane, I texted you last night. You know, WLBT had a segment on Frank Melton, remembering Frank Melton. Did you? I,
0: I don't man, think so. I, 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 I- I- admittingly i did look for it after you told me mm-hmm. but my sleeping pills had already kicked in and i made one little pass didn't see it went to bed
1: yeah it was it was really good you know it's it's interesting to me it was it was really well done and it was very favorable to him yep. and i thought that was really interesting considering at that time being in jackson like both of you and i were that it wasn't very favorable to him for a pretty good period of time there
0: the walls had closed in mm-hmm yeah, yeah they, it, they had
1: i'd actually attended his trial um <laughs> back then and uh when they for that when he knocked down that uh that house out there oh, i forget was it ridgeway street ridgeway street that's mm-hmm. in 2006 we we're attending that trial and uh when we uh and robert smith my former boss first got elected we uh i remember we uh when we took office, we went to the fifth floor of the courthouse and there was Frank sitting up there smiling, you know, because he was like, look, it's a D.A. that's not going to prosecute me because <laughs> Faye Peterson had prosecuted him prior to that, yeah. which I don't, I'm not saying she was wrong. I'm just saying, like, I know Robert was more friendly to him and the uh, and he was really happy about it. And then, of course, he died a year later after that, because this was like in January of 2008. But watching that made me be like, God bless, man, I really feel old. <laughs> you know, when they do like a remembering section. I just remember those days so well. You know, our friend Nathan
0: was with him when he died. Yeah, I remember he told me that. That's right. Yep. I heard that story again um not too long ago and I forgot that he was with him and kinda of told the whole story about it and really sad. I don't think Frank intended to die. No, it was on election and, uh, night too, wasn't yeah. it? He loses and dies. Um He wouldn't go to the hospital. Was that what it was? Yeah, he had not he'd been not feeling Good and wouldn't go to the hospital. I don't, of course, I don't. I don't guess it matters. Put his business out there now, nowadays, but I still try to be somewhat respectful, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, very interesting stuff there. Frank very well could have been, could have been saved, you know. Wow, but he wouldn't go to the hospital and kind of went upstairs. I, if my memory serves me correct, and uh, didn't come back down for a while, and, and t- unfortunately, he had passed. Because he had
1: congestive heart failure, I think that's what it was. I think so. And I mean, he was a he was a pretty heavy drinker. I remember, like from the court testimony, I think he was, and um, so I don't know. If obviously, those things contribute to that. But uh, and I, I don't think he was going to get re- reelected that night anyway, if I remember correctly. He he, I know he lost. Yeah, yeah but because um, he started off with like you know he was gonna he was kind of doing the whole what's a guy walking tall kind of thing for a while. And well, see, so, yeah. I mean, at least he was trying something. That's why I look back on that watching that last night.
0: Well, I mean, uh, he was elected. To be the crime and crime and justice mayor, you know, and tough on crime mayor, Mm -hmm. and when people got that, they didn't like it. Well, hold on, I thought you meant for other people. Yeah. Thought you meant for other folks, you know, we tore down the crack house and all that stuff. I don't know, I don't understand why everybody got the panties in such a wad about that. It was old crack house.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I attended that entire trial, and uh, I remember Meredith Coxwell actually represented him at that trial, and Dale Danks, former Mayor Jackson.
0: It was a witch hunt, and I I guess I wasn't old enough or didn't care enough at the time to pay attention to who was leading the witch hunt because it seemed like it was coming from every direction. There was a
1: lot of people that were not happy with him at that time. I can't remember all the, you know, I'd have to dig back into my Jackson history to remember exactly all the parties. But yeah, a lot of people didn't like his his style of governing, for yeah. lack of a better. And then, um, but I do remember watching that trial and Meredith Coxwell. Like I remember his closing argument. had brought up a, how a crack house starts a fire in a neighborhood, and kind of just told the jury, like, you know, hey, knock down a crack house, like basically yeah. he's doing a good job. And uh, they I I remember watching, I was like, There's no way they're gonna convict him and they didn't so.
0: nor should have they. Yeah. I mean look, I ca I know he was held on nightclubs, even though I supported him. I was at his uh, I was down on Fair Street when Bobby Rush played at his inauguration party with his uh with his oh, ne- wow. half naked dancers. There's some video floating around on YouTube of that event. Mm-hmm. And you can see me off to the stage if you're looking at it stage left. But I um, he was held on nightclubs. You know, they came in, they raided our club and and uh I hate saying uh <laughs> and they arrested my father. Really? Trump- trumped up charges like 20 contributing to the delinquency of a minor charges saying that uh, we would let people in if they paid extra they didn't have to have an ID. It was all a lie. because mm-hmm. They said that there were like 20 people in at one time and did it. Oh wow. We did not. We did not. And uh, uh the But here's how inept Jackson has been for a long time. It was Gladney in them that when he glad he was running vice mm-hmm. they came and did it with frank i was on house arrest at the time couldn't be at work so that's why my dad fell on the sword i guess but <laughs> it's a good dad's do, right but they uh they did not know that the state or the city of one or the other had abolished the contributing to the delinquency of a minor really charge okay so it gets the court and the august thrown out because they couldn't that charge was no longer on the books didn't, they just didn't know about it exactly that's uh that's, that's just so jackson that is yeah that's really jack speaking of uh kim, jackson. kim was uh not kim sorry frank was held on kim Wade too was he really yeah over his <laughs> club too so i mean it, it, and of course what he did with uh what's his name Tenaris, upper over, level upper level and all yeah. that stuff
1: and that place i remember um going driving i think it was on that was on north side drive wasn't it back yeah. then and if you'd go by there on a Friday or Saturday night, no, that place was – It's still was, there, by the way. Is it still there? Yeah. That place was packed out in those days.
0: Yeah, we competed with them pretty hard at 105, but they would always charge people more to get in, like $100 this, $100 that, VIP, mm-hmm. all that, have all these big-time rappers. Mm-hmm. At 105, we just said $10 cover, $20 to bring your bottle in. We sold beer, but you could BYOB. Mm-hmm. We said open later, $20 to bring your bottle in, whether it's a half pint or a gallon. You spend your money wisely. <laughs> and we always got the overflow overflow crowd because people were like, man, I ain't paying $100 to get in. I ain't paying $100 to get in. I mean, they they, they did well. I'm not knocking their business model. It just helped my business model because there was a big crew of people who was like, ah, that's not why I'm going. And pretty, that's a pretty good distance between. I am not a good yeah, distance, but, you know, it's not no, close, right? Because yeah. people, people, especially in cities like Jackson, people stay closer to their house. Yeah. So people that lived on that, that west side, Mm-hmm. Would stay close. was would, would almost to Clinton. I remember. Yeah, I remember almost correctly. Clinton. People, people from that area uh, of no, that Clinton Boulevard area and all that, they would stay more so over there. People from North Jackson would come down North Side. They would stay over there. Mm-hmm. And then one hundred five got. We, we, even though we were downtown, we were like the a lot of the South Jackson. Okay. Folks, you know, it's and closer we were there, and we ran a tight security ship too. So we would get a lot of the college kids too, because we were more of the quote unquote hood club but we were the safest club in Jackson. Yeah, I remember going there a few times when I was in
1: law school, and maybe a little bit after that, but it, it didn't seem like it was a dangerous nightclub. Yeah. Let's take a call real quick.
2: Hey, you're on there. I, I Mr. Clever, I just want to know, why are y'all so concerned with Jackson? I mean, wouldn't y'all be more concerned about standing in line? i seen a single white woman with four kids.
0: I can't, I can't. I, Master, D, I can't do it with the... With the with the, everything going on in the back, so if you want to cut your radio off and call back, I will. Uh, we'll entertain the conversation, but I can't have four things going on at once. So, yeah. Well, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get sidetracked here.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll get into that eventually. Yeah, you know, we we,
0: we we got some white women to talk about. Yeah,
1: we do. We got we some do. white women to talk about. Where do white women at? <laughs> We're getting into it, Master D. Don't worry about that. We're just. Starting off with a little light, Frank. You know that's funny when Frank Melton is a light topic conversation. That's something you know that was a long time ago because sure. at one point this was not for people that are younger. This was was the topic in the city in the late 2000s for sure.
0: Absolutely. Well, look, let's let's do this. Let's take a little early break here instead of going to the 20-minute mark, and we're gonna come back. And you may or may not have seen this late yesterday. This is what we call a tease in the business. Uh, Jackson Jambalaya and Dark Horse Press are both reporting. You know, I don't want to say two different versions of the same story, but told from two different angles. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at both of them, and we're going to talk about this MHP, as Sean's calling it, Troopergate. <laughs> There's a a potential sex scandal brewing at MHP, and we are going to talk about it. And I will say this: just like they they did, we are going to leave the names out of it. I'm just going to put that out there now. Uh, if, they're, if if they're leaving them out, I'm leaving them out. Clay ain't getting sued. so. Yeah. But you can use your imaginations. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edward Show with Sean York Ron. Welcome back in to the Clay Edward Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Guys, let me tell you about Pure Air Consultants. It's starting to get a little cool outside. Uh, you may or may not have some uh, some heater repairs that need to happen. Or maybe you're like me and you like you run the air in the winter. I keep mine on 61 when I sleep. Yes, I do. With two fans going. I'm a crazy person. You can hang meat in my house. But uh, real quick, let me tell you about Pure Air Consultants. They're celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems in central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a rare gift. That's right, a gift. How about a five-year Free labor warranty. That's right, five years, free labor warranty. Are you tired of expensive heating, furnace repairs, or high utility bills? Specialists or Specialties at Pure Air Consultant include heater installation, furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, new construction builds, and thermostat installation, and more financing. Is available. Contact them today mypureairconsultants.com. That's mypureairconsultants.com. Ream a new degree of comfort. Friends, check out my pure air consultants for all of your HVAC needs there your heating, cooling, new construction, fixes, all that stuff. They got you covered there at mypureairconsultants. Sean York is my guest or not? Sean's not a guest anymore. He's as much of this show as I am, and I believe here after the first of the year, you'll probably be hearing a little bit more. Sean, you gotta let football season in first. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, hopefully, you know, yeah, you know, my Sundays get pretty rough. <laughs> like especially the Dolphins are doing
0: good. When they do bad, yeah. I'll stop watching. And uh, you know, we you can't depend on Sean on uh, Monday mornings or Tuesday mornings. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, I used to be there. I'm not knocking you. I'm just a big, the fact you stay up and watch football.
1: Oh no, no, no! It's a, hey man, I meant it. I'm I, I own it,
0: <laughs> man. Before we get out of here today, you know, and I've got we teased this big, this big, uh, this big story here. But I know before we get out of here today, I would like to do some Mississippi State head coach football speculation. Sure. You know. Be that's your team, some, right? That's my team. Yeah. What what's left of, you know, my sports fandom.
1: I mean, I'll throw that out here. I think um Joe Brady might be in the mix for that because I think he didn't he just take over for oh God, who was it? Oh, I just read this. They just uh, they fired the coach at the NFL team that he, is he it coached the, for. Is
0: he with the Bengals or Not is he the with Bengals. The, the Bills?
1: No, not the bill. The bill, Yeah, the Bills, because the bills. they fired Ken Dorsey, and Joe Brady's taking over the OC. I yeah, and, Br- right. and if
0: y'all don't remember, Joe Brady was the OC for Joe Burrow when the national championship year at LSU. And he coached for state before, too, didn't he? At one I, point, yeah, I believe he I had been at state before, too. But, man, we really that, – that program, it needs a guy with head coaching experience. But we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get y'all get y'all's opinion on that. Maybe we'll end the show, last segment of the show, with some football coach speculation talk. If you guys want to chime in this morning, the Guns and Gear text line is 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. The phone line this morning. Or let's try to stay on topic this morning. 601-879-0002. And uh, we will, uh, we'll take calls and all that good stuff. All right, so, Sean and... This is where it's really great having Sean as a part of this show because we have a we have a former D, a former ADA, assistant district attorney, we have a active current lawyer, and we have an interesting case here that involves one of the first uses that I'm aware of at least for, in a public setting of the revenge porn, yeah law, mm-hmm.
1: so, <clears throat> which is a new law that I, I think believe was passed in 2021. It was kind of a a lot of the states started passing this, you know, obviously with the Internet, camera phones and everything. This has become really common. Snapchat, people, I mean, let's just put it, people people pass porn around. Yeah, like, and, everybody does. I mean, it, so, and, like, this and, is a very common thing that's going on.
0: And porn is as much as just a nude photo. Right. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just a nude photo or whatever. Not just the act of, uh, of sex.
1: No, just, like, an indecent photo. And, and everybody's, you know, now, like, before, 20 years ago, this wouldn't have been an issue as much because, I mean, what were you going to, like... Submit the porn on a VHS cassette or something like yep. you're not gonna. So like now this has become an issue in a lot of states. We were um, several states passed this before we did, and I think Lynn Fitch actually led the charge on this in this state in 2021. They passed it, and now it's uh, codified as a 972964.1. So and now it is it is the law, and it's a uh, it's initially a misdemeanor, but um if you um if you do it in exchange for money, like you threaten somebody, like I'm gonna release this unless you pay me Black or blackmail kind of thing, then it then it becomes a felony
0: gotcha well, well we'll circle back to the law itself mm-hmm. let's tell people explain to people what happened y'all can check out my two favorite local news sources or jacksonjambalaya.com and the dark not the but darkhorse press Now.com with Teresa April and Kingfish of course is over at Jackson jambalaya they both have, they both have great stories up about this you can pick which one you want to read I I would read both because they Each one tells it from a different angle, and I think it will help paint the picture. I'm just going to give y'all the short and sweet version of it. Here's what is allegedly happened. Here's what has been claimed to have been happened, to have been happened. A female trooper and a friend of hers, who's also a business partner of hers, there's a video floating around. I don't think anybody denies that the video exists. There's a video floating around, and if you have kids in the car, this is where you want to change the channel. At least you've been warned. There's a video floating around that the female trooper took of her and her friend having uh, adult relations, we'll call it. And I don't want to get into any details of the video, any of that. I, I personally have not seen it, have no intentions on seeing it. I know both girls in this situation. Yep. So I want to be very careful about this. I have no problem with either one of them, uh, but I, I I can't stick my head in the sand and ignore the story. Sure. So I mean, that was my first question.
1: to You we were talking about whether this was you know how newsworthy it was, and then we realized that it was, and you know we just discussed this initially. As you
0: peel the layers back, yeah. And if one thing's true and some other things are true, this ends up this ends up a potentially rocking DPS.
1: Yeah, that's that's where it becomes newsworthy. I think we kind of decided.
0: Yeah. I mean, because there's because then you just get into and we're not I don't want to I don't want to extend the branches on this yet. We'll just stick to we'll stick to the, the root of this and kind of what's being reported right now versus how far this can go. But the uh, allegedly the female trooper, the the female troopers filmed a video of them, allegedly, once they got they got drunk, yeah. they got drunk. When these things tend to happen, right? a video was made and the trooper sent it to her married boyfriend. That's what I read. Yes. Because his wife is the one that discovered the video. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a bad day for him. Obviously. I was. Oh, yeah. I would say it's a bad day for him. And the other girl in the video that's not the trooper finds out about it, I believe from her ex-husband asking her. About being in this video. Yeah. So at this point, it spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. So she's saying two things that she got drunk and was taken advantage of. She thought she was claiming sexual assault. Correct. Now, I, I, just me personally, my unprofessional logger hat here, that's probably going to be a tough one.
1: Especially if the video shows it being... Involved, engaged. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be a tough one to make. You know? Yeah, kind of like that ranking. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to compare it to that solvent thing, but I think wasn't that one of the issues with the jury in that case? There was a video or something. I may, maybe may so, be so. quoting that wrong, but I may be completely wrong. So about yeah. that, but yeah,
0: yeah. So the, the the video looks like she's an active active participant. I don't think it's the trooper, the amount of alcohol that a, that person took in and made a bad decision mm-hmm. is going to be relevant. And no, and, and I'll be honest, I, I don't think it should be if. If you drink and you trust yourself around people and stuff like that happens, and you're actively engaged, you know that's just unfortunately that's life in the big city. Yeah, I mean, there's legal arguments to make about can you consent, you know, if you're obviously you're passed out,
1: some situation no, like that. No, there's a difference. You know, yeah. That would be a different, yeah. but if you're just really drunk and you're you know made a bad decision, then that's a different story entirely.
0: Yeah, yeah. if you if you're being assaulted in your sleep.
1: Right, that's a completely different scenario. Completely
0: different scenario. I'm just saying, if mm-hmm. you got a, if you're buzzed to drunk and you're actively into this, or you're, and then you're black. I mean, because how many
1: times have yeah. all of us, to be honest, drank and then not really remembered everything for the night before? I mean, yeah. I'm gonna raise my hand in the studio right now. Like that's just a common thing for people to do when you overdrink. I mean, yep.
0: Yeah. So, so that's part of it. And then the other part is, and this is where I think the problem comes in for the trooper, is she filmed this. The other girl is saying she did not give her permission to film. Mm-hmm. I mean, at minimum. Even if you want to try to argue that at minimum, it was not she did not have permission to share it. Correct. Yeah. You know, she asked her to delete it. The trooper said, No, I'm just gonna put it in a vault in my phone, basically a safe place that I can go back and look at this if I ever want to. But of course at this point, it's allegedly been spread around the, the highway patrol yeah. to anybody that wanted to see
1: it. Which you know that probably went everybody saw it, I would assume. Yeah, that would be that would be. I mean, because I mean, you think about it. If you're working there, and somebody's like, "Oh, look at this video of a coworker," or well, I guess the girl that was, well, one of them was a coworker. The other one was not. Correct? I think. C-
0: correct. So there's a lot of moving parts to this thing, and I'm just kind of giving you that's the gist of it. Well, she, well, it happened in Brandon. The, so she did not go. So the victim did not want to go to Brandon Police because at the time its leadership came from the Highway Patrol. Mm. Yep. And and I guess her thought process was I am my brother's keeper kind of thing, you know, and that it wouldn't get taken serious, right? Well, then she goes to the Rankin County Sheriff's Department, and they tell her take go to the AG's office. Sean, let me ask you this, from a legal perspective here: at what point does somebody take an alleged rape serious? I mean, you know, I think they're all taken
1: serious if you go and report them, right? yeah. and they're just going kind to of do the an investigation. And I mean. And collect whatever evidence you can. Obviously, there's rape kits. There's different types of DNA evidence that you'd collect. And a lot of times, those cases, though, are you know, he said, she said kind of situation. Now I guess here it's she said, she said. But that's kind of a lot of times. And those those ones are very tough. Right? Ones I've dealt with. Those are very tough when there's not any other physical evidence. Here, you obviously have a video though, so you can look at the video and see mm-hmm. what happened. I think that would kind of be able to just obviously not seeing the video. But what I just what I read in those articles, you can see what occurred in the video.
0: Yeah, why? Why would? Is it because the, the the female trooper? And I think I think a lot of this too is is the fact that it's it's girl on girl. Yeah. So they're probably not taking it like a like they would if a male had sexually assaulted a female. But is it because there's a trooper involved? Is that why the sheriff's department runs it up to the AG? Yeah, I think that would be, you know, the AG's got a public integrity division
1: and it deals with public employees when there's any kind of thing like that. And, uh, and I, th- yeah, that to me was the appropriate place. I mean, let's look at it this way. Bubba Bramlett would probably have jurisdiction over that, right? And I would, I would assume if there was something happened between, t- I mean, because she was not acting the course and scope of her job. No, it happened
0: right? at her home in Brandon. Yeah.
1: I mean, so they're in Brandon, so they live in Rankin County. But, if you're the local DA and you're talking about law enforcement, I, it's it's just better if the attorney general handles that. Especially this law, I think, because Lynn Finch was so far behind it, she pushed it. So I think she's got. I'm assuming she has a specific division that's part of their job is is this. I would. I'm guessing that because this is not, since it's so new, I don't know what DA's offices are. Pro- I'm sure some are, but I, I think that's probably is going to stem out of the attorney general's office. So that makes complete sense to me that that happened.
0: Yeah. So here's the quote. This is in this is in the Dark Horse Press now dot com version. This is Teresa April's story here. It says when the alleged victim first reported the incident, she stated in her complaint that she did not go to Brandon Police Department because at the time the leadership was in large part made up of former troopers. She went to the Rankin County Sheriff's Department and was sent from there to the attorney general's office mm-hmm. after several weeks of waiting on the AG's investigation and feeling it had stagnated, as several potential witnesses had not been interviewed. Oh no, I'm
1: just saying. Yeah, I've got some information that, and I'll go. If you go ahead, I'm okay, sorry. Yeah, let me finish this paragraph. I'm sorry. Real quick.
0: So, uh, several potential witnesses had not been interviewed. The alleged victim spoke with the detective at Brandon Police Department. From there, it was taken to the District Attorney's office, and the AG's office asserted that their investigation would handle it. The Mississippi Department of Public Safety confirmed this week that there is an internal investigation into the situation. And one one last quote here. The Mississippi Department of Public Safety has been made aware. This is from DPS. The Mississippi Department of Public Safety has been made aware of these serious allegations involving a Mississippi Highway Patrol state trooper, said DPS spokesperson Bailey Martin. A formal complaint has not been filed with the Mississippi Highway Patrol regarding the alleged incident. However, an internal investigation is being conducted at this point. Okay.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, I interrupt you. I I've just got some new information. It's apparently they went to the Rankin uh, I believe it's I believe they went to the Rankin office or the DA's office first and they were directed to the Attorney General's office, which again like i was saying before that kind of makes sense to me that, that Well, we've happen- talked
0: we've talked about this before in other mm-hmm. situations why the why the the, the, the county DA would not want to infor- would not want to pursue criminal stuff against a law enforcement from that community. But mm-hmm. it's almost potential conflict of interest absolutely and and here
1: actually relationships and all that i'm gonna correct myself as a rank and sheriff's department sent them to the attorney general yeah and um yeah i that's exactly right it's kind of like we were talking about with the jody owens case with um anthony fox you know my initial objection to that was that jpd prosecuting your own cops like prosecuting family it's Mm -hmm. just tough you you work every day together and it just creates a very tough relationship to do that so that was my objection initially to that where that it seemed like that should be outsourced to another office because just, just based on the pure working relationship between a DA's office and their local police department. So I'm assuming that that's probably I, and what I'm saying. It's not when the DA's office. That's I'm correcting myself. It was the sheriff's department that actually sent them to the attorney general's office. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that, that all makes sense, but I, I guess, and this is just my speculation. I again, that's why I'll have you here is it would have probably been better to have started at the Brandon police department where the, in the jurisdiction of where this happened.
1: Well, the sheriff's department's got jurisdiction over the whole county, so either yeah. or would have been fine. Okay. And um and so that, and that makes again that makes sense to me that they would send him to the Attorney general's office again because this is a this is kind of a new law that sh- that Lynn Finch pushed and it seems like their office is more equipped to focus on these kinds of, you know, cyber crimes, well, let's, least, uh, think So,
0: let's take a break, come back and let's get into the revenge porn legal side of this cuz I think we kind of established that the, the sexual assault may be hard to prove. Yeah,
1: it seems like it could be, but yeah. of course we'd have to. I mean, they're going to look at the video and they'll they'll know what to do once they look at that and see see what kind of evidence they have got.
0: You know, it has got well, I'll say for those side, but that's got to be a terrible feeling. You know, for frankly, for both of them to to know that now people are watching this video mm-hmm. that are in law enforcement and they're trying to decide. What your state of mind was? Yeah, I mean the they're video- just gonna make that determination, so, sure. A, just got very, feel very violated.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, guys. This segment is going to be brought to you by Stonington Farms. I want to you know want to beat it up this week, guys. They're going to be here Friday. 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished Mississippi-raised beef. That's right. mRNA-free, antibiotic-free, and unlike me, steroid-free. Legal, legal. That is. Oh, uh, anyway, man, check them out, guys. I preached to you, and I preached to you about how good that ground beef is. We're getting into chili season here, uh, taco soup season. All these different things, where you know beef stew, you know just warm soup type weather. Who would have thought I'd have a beef company? I'd be trying to sell you on the benefits of using it to make soup, not steak. (laughs) But uh, man, I'm telling you that ground beef is phenomenal. Get you some of it. They got it on sale for six ninety nine a pound for the grass fed, grass finished beef. And of course, they got some whole cow and mini cow packages. You can get your ribeyes, your fillets. They have beef ribs. All of that. Check them out online, stoningtonfarm.com, dot com. That's Stonington with two ends, and they got some other cool stuff on there too. You can get the beef broth, the bone broth, and man, folks out there that need protein, bone broth is an is an excellent source of good, clean, pure protein. I've I've got a couple pints of it myself. Uh, so instead of like drinking a protein shake, do you sip a little bit of beef broth or something? Oh, I've right. got to make my own bone broth before. Yeah. You ever tried that? I keep saying beef broth. I mean bone bone broth. broth yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I've never tried that, but man, it's it's a great source of protein, and obviously, it's a great flavor adder for cooking. So, just check them out: steiningtonfarm.com. dot com. They'll be up here Friday, delivering to three local areas: Florence, Brandon, Ridgeland. steiningtonfarm.com. dot com. You got to have your order in by Thursday. All right. I'd rather uh, I'd
1: rather buy it from Steinington because you have to go find bones. In mm-hmm. certain grocery stores, you can't just buy chicken bone, chicken feet, you know. So it's like it's just it's, it's I, that's why I quit because it's such a pain to go find. Sure, you got to go look for them. So it's yeah, easier mean, to buy it.
0: I want to say it's like some somewhere between seven to ten dollars a pint. It's not just the absolute cheapest in the world, but it's it's absolutely really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's great. Um, all right, re- re- real quick before we move on from Stonington Farm, I'm just I'm pulling this up real quick. I just want to mention the. uh sorry the bone broth here real quick uh, view our cuts guys we're, we're jumping right back into this we got two hours this morning y'all bear with us I just hate to start a conversation and then speculate about a price thing and not go back and tell you the actual yeah. price but I try to avoid talking about price on here anyway but that bone broth I'm telling you that is something that is really really good and you will not regret getting something man then look they got flank steak they can cut these these steaks are cut into about every way you could possibly want to get some beef cut. It's a. Uh, they got bones for three ninety nine a pound. Beef broth. Here it is, made with marrow bones. Seven fifty a pint. Okay, so, nice. Just FYI. All right, now we can move back on from the uh, bone broth conversation. The one thing I want to make you know, we talked
1: about this in the early segment. I mean if she was unconscious and you and I just said that then that's a problem obviously. So I don't know what the video shows I've never seen it. So that's going to be an, or you know or even just maybe barely conscious or that kind of thing. And there is so some that
0: speculation would, that that could be the case.
1: That's right. That's what I've heard. So I don't know you and I both have not seen this video. I can't make an evaluation of what what it is. Um but I imagine the Attorney General's office has seen it and they'll they'll be able to do that.
0: Yeah. So all right. let's and there is there's some other there's some other hearsay that once once the trooper had heard that there was a sexual assault case or some sexual assault claims that she actually voluntarily showed the video to people to say, hey, look, no, this was this was this was willingly. And that's when it turns into revenge porn. Yeah. I mean,
1: and did she show it to people before that, too? I think so. Right. That's kind of what I'm kind of that's what I'm putting together from well, all of this. I don't know that 100 percent. Allegedly. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Word.
0: And, well, that's when it got sent to the boyfriend. Yeah. So if she did not have girl, if she did not have the other girl's permission to send to the boyfriend, that's a huge problem. That's that. I guess in and of the sense that can be quote unquote revenge porn there. Yeah. Like I mean, you sent it without my permission. She was asked to delete it. Like I've got the quote right here. It says, despite begging, pleading and demanding her to delete the video, the trooper continues to share the video. This is a quote that I never consented to the alleged victim rights. She made numerous comments to individuals that she is untouchable because she has dirt on everyone. Being the trooper, is purposely and maliciously sexually exploiting me to use a video she took of me without my knowledge or consent. The damage that this woman has done to me is irreversible. And yeah, I, I won't argue any of that.
1: No, and I, like I'm yeah, I'm getting to, like it's um you, like we just said it went to the boyfriend, which obviously right there she violates the statute doing that. Yeah, um, and then the wife found it. And then apparently she allegedly sent it to some other people.
0: Alleged so, yeah. so that's gonna—I mean—that's gonna be a problem there. Like she sounded like she wanted to prove if this is all true. Sounded mm-hmm. like she wanted to prove that it—it it was not a sexual assault. And I mm-hmm. can understand her sure her thought process there. It's like, well, no, 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 hold on. Look, I, does this look like sexual assault? And in the and in the process, you're, you're triggering the revenge porn. Yeah, I mean, but and I think it, it was done anyway when she sent it to the, the the boy, the married boy, the guy, the guy,
1: the boyfriend. It was married, and she sent it to him I, yeah. for whatever reason we don't know,
0: and um, oh, got, we can assume. Let but me, let, let me let me break some news here, <laughs> <yeah>. real quick. Got <laughs> Guy, most guys like that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't, I'm not one weirdos, but I'm just saying. like
1: well, I mean, I, I'm guessing that's why he got it. I don't know that, yeah. but I, that would be
0: my. If you asked me to guess, that would be the reason. And so, and I, I, I want to say this uh, just on uh, just a side note here. I bet you everybody. Listening to this show within the sound of my voice, probably, probably has some uh, risque photos of their significant other in their phone. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, you know, if anybody
1: uh, under fifty, I'm going to say under sixty, is denying that. Like in this day and age, this is just something. That's the way you and I want to discuss this because this is something that most people encounter, I would think, especially you know that they have these kind of photos of somebody they're dating or somebody they're married to or whoever i mean on their phone and um you can't just you can't go around and share that stuff with people that's since 2021 now i guess prior to that you could have but
0: now in this state you can't do that anymore you know and i would just make a recommendation here to folks don't don't film yourselves do you you really want do you really go back and watch that i mean i don't know just do (laughs) as you wish but you, you may want to use an independent device that doesn't uh sync up to the web it never comes cloud. quite out
1: as good as the real one quality right yeah yeah you, you, the home porn doesn't come out as good <laughs>
0: you use your use your vhs recording your 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 eight at whatever whatever the eight millimeter whatever kind of tape you put in a physical camcorder nowadays because <laughs> you know i just don't know if you want that in the cloud anything can happen but yeah so sean let's get back to the, uh, the actual law stuff here yep. we can go down a rabbit hole and be kicked off the radio real quick well i think you know it's interesting like for i mean this
1: is a problem that most people could encounter because in this day and age we're just all adults here i mean people share indecent photos with each other and videos and i mean everybody's and that's, why done the
0: them. Ex- and that's why the law exists yeah, that's why they pass
1: a law i mean you didn't need this law in 1995 like you didn't because it wasn't so easy to do that i mean you have to like throw a vhs cassette around town you know like here you go here's my vhs cassette so i mean it wasn't it wasn't that big of a problem, but now we've all got smartphones and this is something accessible that we do. We film, we take pictures. I mean, it's just, it's just a common thing. And, um, you know, and that's why they passed this law to prevent that stuff from happening. So.
0: uh, Amber texts in on the guns of your text line and asks to start over. She can't follow along. Amber, I'm going to send you the link to the story. It's we're just too deep in to, to start over. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, Adam, you're on there. Man, don't say
4: my name. <laughs> anyway that's cool back in the 90s a
0: lot of Adams out there
4: yeah back in the 90s I worked at Sears and there was a woman that was going on she was at Metro Center and she had this duffel bag full of CDs that she I mean DVDs that she was putting on every car out there I thought it was somebody putting out an artist or something like that putting out a demo it was her ex it was her husband and her best friend. Her best friend was married. And she she went there, did every car in Metro, left and went across to Kmart, did every car Kmart. Was putting them on the windshields.
0: That's why I say it's not funny in a comical way, but it's funny and It's payback stuff, Mel. Yeah, else. yeah now that to me, that I'm just going to be honest here, to me that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To 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 me, that's different. I know that's probably the definition. To me, revenge porn. When I hear revenge porn, what I think is husband, wife, or man, boyfriend, girlfriend, break up That he didn't want to break up. So he puts their videos out there to be a jerk, or somebody trying to blackmail somebody for for something. Yeah.
4: Well, I don't know. I didn't know this person, but I'm gonna tell you it 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 blew my mind. Actually, one of the first DVDs I ever
1: saw, I'll be honest with you. Hi, <laughs> right, brother. Thank you. All right. You know, Clay, that just made me think about something we've talked about months ago. And I know this is kind of funny, but reading the law here, I don't know. This, this applies to, you know, indecent stuff that you take with, you know, your significant other or someone you're hooking up with or whatever it is. But, like, if someone sends you, we talked about the subject at Nauseam before, like, if someone sends you an indecent photograph without you asking for it, like a. Like a like you know, like a To me pick. that could technically the, be that's not, sexual harassment. Well, right, and you could share that because that's not the way I'm reading the law, like that wouldn't count under the law. Like, if someone, some guy drops in some girl's DMs and drops one of those kinds of pics, I think she's at full will to share that because, I mean, she didn't ask for it. She wasn't created under the expectation of any privacy. So I think that's a different scenario for everybody out there that's listening when, if, who's done that. And we know, I'm sure there's plenty of women that have shared those photos that they get that they didn't ask for. And, uh, so it's different than this situation. Uh,
0: yeah, that's definitely a unique way to look at it because I would think, like say for instance, if what they're saying about her going around MHP or whatever, showing other people the video, technically that could be a sexual harassment file at work, claim at work. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Because okay. if you know you're like like if especially if a guy was to walk around and show Naked videos or porn on his phone to a female. Mm-hmm. The female could absolutely have a have an HR claim. Hold, hold, yep. hold your hold your thought. Okay. We're about to do. let's take a break real quick. Okay, gotcha. This is the Clay Edward Show with Sean Yuckron. We'll be right back. I'll read it. Welcome back in to the Clayable Show. Uh, We're just going to pick right up where we left off here because we've got about a minute left. Sean, what are you about to read us? Yeah, this is a portion of a ninety-seven twenty-nine sixty-four point one. This is the Revenge Porn Law. The
1: Revenge Porn Law. It says at the time of the disclosure, the offender knows or has reason to believe that the visual material was obtained by the offender or created under circumstances in which the depicted person had a reasonable expectation that the visual material would remain private. Um, And I think again that goes back to our you know. Guys sending pics in the DM example, like they don't have a reasonable expectation. Now there may be another law out there where you can't share that for indecent electronic communications. I'm unaware of that. Maybe it exists, but base it doesn't seem like that would fall under this law.
0: Yeah, no, th- this is this was filmed on du- direct filmed in in a room together. This yeah. Was- this is a a different scenario sure expectation of expectation of privacy absolutely absolutely we uh we got another hour to go we'll reset this a little bit see if we can't reel the story in some and make it make a little bit more sense for y'all but you can always check it out at darkhorsepressnow.com or The free range human show of choice your daily dose of reality radio it's more like more like uh one of those uncensored Facebook groups today, but <laughs> <laughs> this is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Karan. Hey, a couple things, real quick. Quick reminder: Burgers Blues Barbecue. The new Flowood location is officially open, right there in front of Dick's Sporting Goods out there at Dogwood. If you're heading east, it's going to be on the right there, on the same side of the road as a Chick Fil A and all that. But a little, not not quite as far down. So, right there, Burgers Blues Barbecue. Flowwood is officially open. We'll get that out of the way real quick. We'll get into what's for lunch in a little bit. But I also want to remind you guys about reliable rental equipment located right there on Meadowbrook Road in Jackson. But i got a list of just some of the stuff they offer. I mean, look, it's heavy equipment. You guys that need it know what this is. They've got everything from rollback dumpsters and the crew to do the cleanup for you if you need Here's some of the different lifts they offer: scissor lift, telehandlers, articulating boom lifts, towable electric boom lifts, lifts, forklifts, ride-on and stand-on. They, uh, as far as tractors, they offer a Kubota 25 horsepower tractor, four-wheel drive. They got all the attachments, every possible skid steer you could imagine. They got the mini skid steers. They got the Tyler, Tyler, Taylor outdoor portable lighting solutions. It's starting to get dark earlier. You need to work later. They got you covered. You can rent the Taylor Lighting Solutions outdoor stuff, gas powered, diesel powered lighting for all your events. And just some of the other stuff they got. Of course they have dozers, excavators, mini excavators, generators. Of course they have generators. You know that. But they also offer they're the exclusive air, they're the exclusive dealer here in the Southeast. You can't you can't go to any of our neighboring states and get this these are the air tow trailers. These are the trailers that will drop all the way to the ground for you to drive straight up on between the fender wells, and then it'll lift back up. <clears throat> they got offer all different versions of that. You can buy or rent those as well. Go see my buddy Brad Patridge and the team over there at Reliable Rental Equipment, Meadowbrook Road in Jackson. Man, a g- gorgeous facility. They're, re- they're reinvesting into Jackson out there. And that's how you save Jackson is you reinvest into it and you break bread and do business with the people that have chosen to put it all on the line and go try to revitalize their neighborhood. I have a ton of respect for these folks for doing that. So check them out online. Reliable Rental Equipment MS.com. Reliable Rental Equipment MS.com. Of course, they have your X Mark Zero Term Mowers available for rent too. So check it out as well as. You need to rent a golf cart, need to rent a side by side, they offer all that right there at reliable rental equipment. All right, Sean. Come. Let's let's recap real quick. Yeah, let's, you know, people This deserves a recap. Not not everybody turns the radio on at seven AM and listens for the whole two hours. You get people in and out of vehicles. Maybe somebody had their kids in the car and now they're out of the car. There's a scandal brewing at Mississippi Highway Patrol, Department of Public Safety. There's a female trooper who is being accused of sexually assaulting a female friend of hers, filming it and spreading the video around. So she's looking at two different situations here mm-hmm. a- alleged sexual assault and revenge porn. Correct. And the revenge porn law isn't just as much as like, it's not as easy as just saying, oh, an ex filmed me and spread it out there because they're jealous. This is a, it, it can fall under any time porn of you. Is distributed or any kind of pornographic material of you is distributed without your consent. Correct.
1: Yeah, that's right. And um, again, it was a new law that was passed in 2021. Attorney General Finch was kind of spearheaded this. And, uh, you know, it just it tacked onto what other states were doing base, basically because we're in the smartphone internet age. And because, uh, you know, it's a lot of times like people were using these videos or pictures of their. Former significant others and putting them online. That's a big thing. Like, um, there was all those sites people would upload this stuff to, and of course, you know, that kind of stuff is uploaded to one of these sites, and people, all these people see it. It's going to hurt you getting a job. It's going to hurt you in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, especially and- with a younger generation, uh, we all have. Well, I say we all have young girls. I have twenty one year old daughter grew up grew up in the Snapchat generation, mm-hmm. and they they think they send these pictures on Snapchat. And, oh, it just, it, it 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 goes away. There's all kind of ways to get that picture off Snapchat. It, it's easy. It's a screenshot, which it does notify them, but whatever. Or you take a picture of it with another phone. I guess you can screen record. I don't know. These are sure. the things I've heard. And so there's all kind of stuff to do that. But it's also, if you've obviously filmed sexual acts without the person's consent, mm-hmm. or you, you can even have their consent. Yeah. But you But if you film it and then you share it, whether, unless you have their consent, that's revenge. It, it falls under this act. And you said there's a point where it becomes f- felonious.
1: Yeah, if you use it as in a way to kind of basically, a simple way to put it, extort I'm saying like, "Hey, Clay, I'm not going to share this video, but you got to give me your car. You got to go do this for me. Some kind of benefit to me." Like that would be that that creates it to be a felony, and I think the maximum sentence on that is one year, whereas under the um, misdemeanor statute, which is what the most common thing would be, because you know, it, it, I mean, if you're gonna like take this porn and then threaten someone, that's that's you're stepping up into another game of, of criminal activity, obviously. Now, if you're just taking it and you're mad, then that's generally the situation I would assume is that you're mad at the person you broke up, and you're gonna. Share this porn, and then that's a um, misdemeanor offense, yeah. punishable by six months in jail. So, and again, this is all new, and I don't know how, if we have any how many times it's been prosecuted yet, or if I, at all. I don't know that. i mean, you have to look at those statistics, but because it's only a two year old um, crime, and um, it, you, know, I, you know, you understand the intent of the statue. I, I get it. This is a, something that you know, if you got this porn out there or decent pictures of you, it is you know, especially you're just talking about young people. Like when you're when you're you know, you're our age, you can really make more informed decisions, but when you're in your 20s, and you do something stupid, and then it gets put on the internet, it's there for the rest of your life. Like, you see all these athletes now are getting dinged for something they tweeted when they were 14 or something stupid like that. And, like, can you imagine if that was around when we were that age and the things we probably would have said? So, there's, and then I think this just extends upon that to actual, like, indecent photos that are going to follow you for the rest of your life. And so, I, I get why the Attorney General pushed this law. And also, you know, we are in that age, like I was saying before, of smartphones, the internet, and, People commonly do this. Everybody shares these photos. It's not something you know new or anything like. Oh my God, you you've got photos of so and so. You got a video. I mean, it's not anything like big deal these days. So they're just trying to prevent sharing those things to hurt other people.
0: Sure, and the the potential ramifications of this without doing it, I don't want to speculate because I think when you speculate about how how high up this can go, type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you create a false a false sense of guilt for somebody else a false accusation of guilt for other people but it's going to be curious how all this plays out we'll just say that
1: sure like how does it extend in into dps and all that stuff if it does it may not we don't know yeah. i mean i'm not saying that or even beginning but you know we, it, we don't know how it's far a fair it goes question i mean if she didn't work at, let's put it this way if she didn't work at dps was not a state trooper would this even be a news story probably not I would think so I mean this is just somebody else on the street and somebody else nobody would really talk about it maybe it would come up here and there but I think based on her position that's why it's been now it's been
0: widely reported. Yeah, so well if y'all have any thoughts on that you're welcome to call in 601-879-0002 Just be careful when you're
1: you're drinking and you get mad at your your former girlfriend or boyfriend just don't share
0: that stuff that'd be my best advice. Um, let's read a few texts here on the Guns and Gear text line. Um, unknown Texture says, Clay, don't lie and act like you've never Snapchatted some buddies, some baddies, some baddies. <laughs> no, no, mm Shall not. Uh, Reagan Ken says, let's see here, kind of all over. He says, I am sending nude pics of myself to everyone, and I like, and I look like a combination of Adrian Adonis and Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> Old wrestling references there, because yeah. anyone who wants can spread as many of my nudes my nude pictures of me to anyone they want over eighteen. Dang Reagan can freak. Uh, <laughs> and look, guys, I'm gonna clear up about ten of the text right here. I ain't got the video. Yeah. So uh I've never seen the video and believe it or not, I don't want to, knowing both parties involved. It just got to make it super, super duper weird, you know. Because I, I do run across these people a good bit. Yeah, exactly. No,
1: You're uh, not searching for the video. I mean, and obviously, someone's not probably not going to share it with you after reading these reports. I mean, I, I wouldn't if I had it. I'd be like, I'm not sharing this because then I'm going to be guilty. Like, I don't want. You know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't want any. I don't want any insinuation of anything. Uh, Blake said, "Rankin County law enforcement gonna had to get it together." And I think the quote. <laughs> I think the quote of the day was uh, a comment under kingfish's site that said from rankin county goon squad to rankin county poon squad yeah i mean there's been uh some issues with rankin county law enforcement in terms of this sort
1: of stuff the last several months so there's and to be a clear
0: hit. this isn't rankin county i think people kind of a catch-all this r- law enforcement from rankin county right
1: she lives in Rankin, or they both parties live in rankin yeah. county and then I'm, again not knocking all i mean i feel bad for Guys that are in County law enforcement, and all this bad publicity that they've had over the last year, but that are you know good cops, of course,
0: and still, of course, the safest county in the in the state.
1: Sure, but it's been it's been it's been a rough road this year, Clay, for them. I mean, out One there. Of the safest. I mean, it's been a, it's been a pretty rough road uh, considering all the, the bad stuff that's happened, and this is just kind of like
0: sprinkles on ice cream, to be honest with you. All right, let's shift gears here. Oh, let me ask this, Tom. Oh, we got, we got about a minute left mm-hmm. in this set. I don't want to start a new topic here. Yep. <clears throat> If you, you were saying during the break that this, this being girl-on-girl is highly unlikely for them to get the sexual assault unless the video is just really, really damning. Uh, and you said this is probably something, if they brought it to you just based on what you know without seeing all the evidence, mm-hmm. that you would probably would not prosecute this as a sexual assault. Yeah, I mean, just a little I know. It's, I've
1: never had a case where it was a girl-on-girl kind of you know uh, usually what they usually what they charge people with is sexual battery most people aren't charged with rape and there's um there was a guy in our office jamie bright he's really knowledgeable about sex crimes we used to call him the sex guy and that's all he did was that and so he would explain these things to me i didn't do a lot of sex crime work in Hines county and uh and so sexual battery is generally the mechanism that prosecutors will go under and you know that requires some sort of penetration and i i don't know if using some an object or whatever counts it probably does i'd have to ask jamie because he's kind of the expert on that and the um and so I, I think just what I'm thinking, just based on a, a prosecutor's case's appeal, the problem that I'd see is that you're arguing to a jury that, you know, a girl raped a girl. I'm not saying it can't happen. I don't want anybody to think that. I'm not saying that can't happen. It's just a hard argument, I think, to make. It would be very difficult to overcome that. I mean, I'm not saying it can't, it's impossible, but I could see that would be the first thing that I would think of as an obstacle to, work, to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially taking into account that these girls are friends. They were drinking together yeah. that night. There's a lot going on there, and again, I, I try to be real careful about telling what what is sexual assault to one person could be a kink to another. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's it's a lot of gray area there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true
1: for sure. I mean, yeah, and I think that's you know I think that's the issue, especially like you said like they're friends and this kind. Now, if maybe one of them was a guy and there was a video, I think that would be more likely to be prosecuted as a sexual battery. I would, I would assume that, but um, you know, of course, I've not seen the bit I mean, maybe it's super violent, and they're just it overcomes that. I don't know, but just on what I'm reading and gathering, I think it would be really difficult.
0: All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to shift gears here a little bit. We got several other big topics we want to hit today, so we'll be right back with Sean York on the Edward Show. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYB. Guys, Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center right down there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. They have got three nice Suburbans down there available for, for purchase, and they do offer financing. Let's see here. I got them pulled up. I even shared this post on my personal Facebook page last night. I was like, man, those look really good, I huh? Do I need a Suburban? The answer is probably yeah, but it's, the answer is going to be no for now. Let's see here. You know their Mer, their website's Mercyhouse autocenter.com. You can check them out. But here they go, man. They've got a they got a nice um 2011, 2014 and 2015 Chevrolet Suburbans. And these aren't no the middle of the mall Suburbans either. These things are nice. You can check them out online Mercyhouse autocenter.com. Or give them a call today at six zero one three zero eight five two four eight six zero one three zero eight five two four eight That's Mercy House Auto Center dot com. All right, you shifting know. shifting gears away from the, the 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 trooper stuff. Wait, just one last thing, and this is not
1: really it's just next to uh, that new revenge porn law in the code book, right, that I've got is um. Stallion or jack, not to be kept in public view or permitted to run at large. I just think of some of like the laws we have, like a person shall not keep a stallion or a jack nearer than one hundred yards to a church or in public view, born in a public highway, which is a fine of twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. I, I never heard of that crime till now. It just happened to be the the crime
0: right next to this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, JSU, uh, you you were going to go to the court the other day, but in the... Not ha- not having to. Yeah,
1: I talked to True Crime Mama over the weekend, and uh, sh- then she reached out to I believe it was um, Stan. Is that who's helping him out? Yeah, and they had canceled uh, Brown's preliminary hearing, so that's why I didn't. I didn't realize they we're having one for Jameson Kelly. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, I didn't realize we were having one. Then I did watch the WLBT on um, video last night that you sent me, as well as the incident. The incident report didn't really explain too much. Is kind of what ha- didn't. What we've been trying to figure out, y'all, is. How did they develop Brown as a suspect? And I don't know that we know that for sure yet or how they even got there. And that yeah. I think is what's interesting to find out. But they sure as heck did release him. So,
0: Yeah. So then they interviewed the the victim, Jalen Burns' mm-hmm. family. And I think they all feel pretty confident that the guy, the second guy that got released, Jamison Kelly, mm-hmm. is guilty of something. Okay. And it was kind of the insinuation because their dads almost got to fighting in the courtroom and the the investigators still say that they they that they're still accusing him of being the getaway driver just for a different killer,
1: okay, just yeah, just a, so they got the wrong guy, and that's a different killer, yeah, I saw that on the right in the video so the brown uh, Joshua Brown who they they released sister was involved in this whole incident is what I'm gathering from that video and from yes. the incident report, and this all relates to some sort of you know college situation with her boyfriend, and they're mad, and everybody knows that story. So and um, and then they Kelly shows up there and drives whoever away. Obviously, or it seems at this point that it's not Joshua Brown, but they develop Joshua Brown as a suspect, which we still don't know how they did that.
0: Yeah, and do do, do Jameson Kelly and Joshua Brown even know each other? Does mm-hmm. does Jameson Kelly stick with the, I don't I don't even know this guy. I mean, yeah. How did I they, guess you have to
1: you you think so? Like, how would they even just pluck this guy out of like just because it's his sister? Like my sister has been involved in, you know, I'm sure altercations in the past. Where I've never
0: been yeah. anywhere near around. I mean, black guy with dreads, and they say, "Oh, well, what, what black guy with dreads? This guy." And yeah, I mean, and it's the it's the brother. He's there defending his sister's honor. Problem solved. Oh, yeah, who's
1: hitting Hattiesburg apparently at the time of this? I mean, yeah. that seems like pretty. I mean, I'm just give the other. That sounds like pretty bad police work if that's what happened.
0: Let's listen to this last video. We're gonna we're gonna quit talking about this too after this. But we've been following this story for a week and a half. But this is going to be the last we speak of it here for a little bit. So I just want to have, bring a little closure to this. Apparently it's popular. If WLBT is still doing stories about it, they're getting clicks. So I guess people are interested. This is this is Jalen Burns' family reacting to the new developments. And I'll get Sean's thoughts on this. Nine is our Holly Emery, who spoke with the victim's
1: family about these recent developments. She joins us now with more on how they're holding up.
3: Brendan Jalen's family tells me the last few weeks have been a roller coaster of emotions for them, from their son's death to two arrests, with now new information still coming to light. A Hines to... County courtroom full of emotions Monday. After Judge James Bell released Jameson Kelly, the alleged getaway driver, in the shooting death of Jalen Burns from custody. Somebody in that
5: room picked up a gun.
3: And Jalen is dead.
5: Uh, And they just let him walk out.
3: Nearly a month ago, Three on Your Side was the first to show you alleged evidence that the murder suspect, Joshua Brown, was miles away from the crime scene. Since then, the only two suspects have been released. My anger is, it's a botched investigation. Period. It's botched. And now we got to start all over. For the guy Joshua Brown, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. My heart go out that the boy had to be locked up for pretty much a month. As the family works to process for a second time that their son's killer is still on the loose, they try to cope with the fact Tuesday would have been Jalen's 22nd birthday.
5: Like it's just the very beginning, like it just happened. We can't talk to our son today on his birthday. I wish him happy birthday. I can't. You know, I can't send him anything for his birthday. I, You know, uh, I mean, it, this, this is just this is horrible. Now we have to celebrate without him here.
3: Now that the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation has taken over the case. We want this case to be investigated like a fine tooth comb. We want individuals questioned this time. When we sat in that courtroom, we realized that people weren't even being questioned.
5: His line brothers... Uh, if you guys are supposed to be your brother's keeper, then act like it. You know, come forward and tell the truth.
0: So they basically admitted there that they believe that, the way I gather that was they believe that the initial guy, Joshua Brown, was innocent. Mm-hmm. And they they said so they hated to see him have to stay in jail, but they still believe that the other fellow – had something to do with this. Was that the family
1: saying that, though? Yeah, that was the Burns family. Okay. And now the Burns family is saying they think Brown is possibly innocent. No,
0: there's another video mm-hmm. that, that, that depicts the, that goes through the kind of step-by-step of how, the, you know. I saw that. Yeah. Somewhere in there, they, they suggest that in that story that the prosecutors, not prosecutors, the investigators, still think that it's Jameson Kelly that drove off whoever the killer is. Right. They're, right. Not, they're not letting go of that. Okay, so they think
1: it's him, but then now they've let go. Of, they've like seems like they've let go of Brown entirely. Yeah. Which, when we found out about this Friday night, you know, my first inclination was to think that they, the JSU must have withdrawn the warrant, which is a rare thing. It doesn't always happen a lot, um, because otherwise. He would have had to have been released on his own, what's called on his own recognizance, which would not happen in a murder case, most likely. Like you're not if it, if your murder case is that week where you're releasing the the suspected murderer on his own recognizance, it's a it's a pretty bad case. So I'm assuming what they did was withdraw the warrant. I don't have any knowledge. I've tried to ask around and nobody's given me a clear answer on that. But um, I would assume they did that. So if they withdraw, that means the case is gone from their perspective at that point.
0: Yeah, and. Did you find it weird that J- JSU wouldn't release the public information they made them pay the $35 for the public service. Not really. He made
1: a big deal of that. I didn't think that was that. I mean, they got to redact some of that. Generally what happens is, you know, if you try to do a FOIA request, if it's an ongoing investigation, then they're not going to release. Now, apparently incident reports, I didn't even know that until I saw the report, the actual incident report, first incident report has to be released. I didn't I did not know that. I thought that was all included in the um the investigative file, where I know that while, while a case is being investigated, like basically once the once the police department has it, turns it over to the DA, the DA indicts it. We're working on the case. We don't have to turn that file over yet. Now, once it's closed, they pled guilty, been convicted. It's there's a resolution. Then a, you know, certain time passes. Then it is subject to a, a public records request. But um, I did, yeah, I didn't know that about the the incident report. But I could still see why they probably wanted to redact certain portions of it. I, that, that was that wasn't like a shocking
0: thing to me. Gotcha. Witness information, stuff like something that.
1: like that. It could have been anything, you know, social security numbers. I don't know, and any anything like that that they uh, would redact. So I didn't find that to be just odd or anything.
0: Man, it, it just looks more and more and more like this. Uh, what the family said, just a botched investigation. And my goodness, man, to yeah. know that to, to know that there there's something like that can happen. And again, a Monday morning quarterback in here. I don't know. I don't know what all evidence they had. What what led them to that? But if it's just the fact that, well, th- this guy's sister is the one that was kind of the nexus of this, unintentionally, kind of the nexus of all this. Mm-hmm. So he must be here defending his sister's honor. Where's he? You know, where's the brother at? Yeah. Yeah. I still want to know how they landed
1: on this dude. Me too. I'm really like, curious about that. That's want to follow that along. I like I said I've tried to ask around my sources and. I haven't been able to find that yet. I do know that, you know, the DA's office did get involved to a certain extent trying to clear up the situation. And, uh, because obviously like I explained before last week, you know, the DA's office doesn't get the file until it's bound, bound over the ground jury, which neither of these cases were. So they don't even have it. It's still with the respective police departments. And, um, but I think they've got, you know, there was enough publicity. They heard about it and tried to intervene a bit. So that was good on them. And, um, and, you know, like I was saying last week, you know, the process worked. And thankfully, I know it doesn't always work, but it sounds like it worked here where yeah. this guy is, didn't do it. And um, but we, I think, you know, you'd want to know if I was his family, if I was him, I'd want to know, how did you figure out me as a suspect? I'd want to know that, you know.
0: Yeah. And then look, man, if I am a if I'm a resident or a student down there at JSU and this happened in that apartment complex. How is there not video evidence of every car that comes in and out of there? It's got to be. How I mean, is there not a checkpoint to drive in and out of there mm-hmm. a security checkpoint of some sort so you know who is on campus?
1: It seems like there. I mean, you—you—I've been there a million times. I mean, up to the camp JSU yeah. campus, and it's—I mean—it's a very nice campus. I know people don't think that because Jackson's a no, it know, it's a crime city a different a, But different scenario. It's a different scenario. That's a really nice campus, and uh, they've every time I've been there, they even ten years ago when I used to work on cases over there, they had. Yeah. Video cameras, so I don't know. That's a good question. Or was that turned over to anybody? It seemed like the Jackson State Police Department had this case. Were the ones that worked it up and developed Joshua Brown as a suspect? It um and how they got there, it would like so it would be interesting to know how they even how they pulled this guy. And like you were just saying. Was it because like oh it's his sister? Well, that's a pretty stupid reason. Nice, I mean, like yeah. that's you know. I mean, I get the theory behind it. We all defend. I got a sister. We all defend our sisters. Well, it's just but, lowest
0: common denominator. It's like oh, you got a brother. It must be him. Yeah, I mean
1: that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like that's your that's your evidence. And that's like, just,
0: and that, of course that's just us purely speculating here. That's not what they're saying.
1: Right. It could be some. Maybe they had somebody said it was Joshua Brown. Now that changes things. Yeah. Like they said, we know him. That's this lady's brother. He was there. He was the shooter. I'm the witness that identified that. So, um, you know, that could have been it too. And I must that was my initial assumption that it would have been, that would have been the reason you would have developed him as a suspect is because somebody identified him. And because there is a, you know, you can think that if your sister goes to college somewhere, maybe he's come there and visited somebody knew him. I mean, you, everybody visits their family at college or wherever else. So that's, especially their same age. I mean, that's really normal. So maybe that's how somebody knew him and said it. And that's what, that would still be my assumption that somebody identified him, but, um, wrongly it seems to be. And, um, because otherwise, I don't know how, like you're saying, like, how does how do you get to him? It doesn't yeah. make any sense.
0: All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back with Sean Yerkeron on The Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. Guys, Lakeland Glass and Tent is your home for getting your vehicle ceramic coated. There's one stop shop, they're the Expel Dealer of the Year or. Installer of the year, Expel makes the top of the line, high end automotive paint protection products. Whether it's window tint, paint protection film, and now ceramic coating, I went over there myself and ceramic coated a vehicle with this stuff. It is the real deal; it really is. And you can and they have what's great about the way Lakeland Glass and Tint is doing it is they're offering multiple levels of protection, which means they have different levels. A pricing, you don't have to get the creme de la creme to go get, to get some ceramic coating. Now you can get as little as a twelve month coating, and up to a eight year coating and beyond. So check them out online, LakelandGlassAndTent Get a quote today. Talk to Jason and the team over there. Figure out what per- level of protection works best for you, and uh, let them get it handled for you. And, uh, everybody likes to associate ceramic coating with with protecting your, your vehicle's paint and clear coat from sun damage, and it absolutely does that. But I would say more so even in the winter time, as grimy as the roads are, it's just nasty as it gets outside with the constant rain, and there's more dirt on the roads for whatever reason, people being off-road, I don't know, well, more rain, more mud, more dirt, it makes sense. Um, makes your vehicle easier to clean and protect it from the damage that all that grime and dirt can cause, the scratching on your paint and everything, so check them out today, highly recommend some ceramic coating on your vehicle Lakeland Glass & Tent can do it for you shop them online, com, or stop by and see them there in person, and if you're doing it if you're going for window tint or ceramic coating just go to the the uh, Flowwood Drive location right over there kind of Caddy corner from River Oaks emergency room all right, Sean, this is uh we were gonna talk sports, we're gonna shift gears, maybe we'll get to it before the end of the show. Nikki Haley. And you know, I've been as anti Nikki Haley as, as anybody, I believe, at least in the conservative realm. I think we
1: both were especially I, I used to be I was okay with her until last Wednesday. Yeah. When she decided basically we're gonna go attack every single country in the in the world if she's president. After that I was like, okay, that's it, you know.
0: I mean she's <clears> almost <throat> become a bit of a caricature. Of a uniparty shield. Yeah, she's like Dick Cheney. I mean, like yeah. it
1: just that's the way she came across last Wednesday. I was like, I can't believe this after twenty years in the Middle East, all the stuff we're dealing with now, and you wanna you wanna keep us in a quagmire, like get boots on the ground in the Middle East again?
0: Uh uh-uh. No. No, well she said this last night, and I'm just gonna let her say it, then we'll break it down. I I don't disagree with her. I can understand the argument against this too. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. But just coming from somebody who is who who does not operate any fake social media accounts with any, for any reason. All of my stuff is verified. My name is on everything I do. I can also appreciate it from that standpoint. Here's Nikki Haley in her own words on Fox News.
3: When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's First of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family mm-hmm. member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids, and it's going to help our country. When- I
0: agree. I mean, I, again, I can understand the need for anonymity when you have, like, uh, say, an insider at a big, at a big corporation wanting to get information out and this, that, and the other. I can I can see the benefit in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I,
0: just like you said before, I can see the arguments for and against.
1: It's it's a tough one. Now, so her opponents are saying that this is, you know, unconstitutional like Ron DeSantis and Vivek, well Vivek, excuse me, Vivek, Vivek is going to uh is going to say the opposite of whatever Nikki says cuz it just seems like they've got some vitriol together mm. where they really don't like each other. And um, you know, I think his, I think he said something to the effect of like Alexander Hamilton and James Madison were anonymous writers. So does that is that applicable to the Twitter space, you know, Facebook space and that kind of stuff. So I mean I just it goes back and forth. I I can see the value in it, and then I could I could see the problem with it. I'm not so I'm not sure where I land. I what I do like about what she said we were talking about this last night was the algorithm thing. Like mm-hmm. why are you pushing certain algorithms? You know, I think that's important I think that's interesting to know. Yeah, let's take a call. There we go.
0: Jerry on the line. Jerry.
2: Hey guys. Uh, sure. hey toward the show, as usual. Um, Nikki Haley is good to word on start start? but let me just go back to what she said. She said she wants them to show their algorithms. Yeah. She can have that right now. Walk down to the State Department, the CIA, and the FBI, and say, y'all are writing algorithms. And if she's saying, oh, we got to get ready to Russian, the Chinese bot, uh, can we get rid of the government box?" Because we want to see what you're pushing Walk across the hall to the State Department and the FBI. They're the ones that are running these things. Twitter, if you look at what Elon has put out, was a government psychop, basically.
0: Absolutely.
2: They were so, so, she's going to basically make sure that nobody can do anything on social to go against her narrative and the government's narrative. What do you think about the Arab Spring? That was nothing but a, but the Obama. CIA saw up to take down the entire country in Libya and what
0: kind of mess do we have over there now? Disaster. Jerry, your phone's dead yeah, your, your phone's kind of messed up, Jerry. Uh, thanks for the call. Well, I
2: got no Baba phone today. I'm not <laughs> to get right, <laughs> thank you, man. Oh, hey,
0: appreciate uh, it. Let's take another call real quick. <laughs> I forgot hey, about you. Hey, you're this. on there. What's up? Like, It's that right. Hey, all right.
2: This this whole thing with Nikki Haley, that's the beginning of the net neutrality thing. Just Get their feet in on it so they can control the internet. That, I don't, They're I don't voting
0: on that internet. this week, aren't they? What's that? Aren't they voting on that, the government taking over the internet stuff this week? That's one of the things they've snuck in while our eyes have been off the ball. Yeah, it's extremely
2: dangerous. Extremely dangerous for anybody that, a free market capitalist, dangerous. So that, that, that I don't like her at all. At all, she's she's not getting my vote. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: no, no, you know I'm just saying. On the surface, I don't have a problem with exposing the algorithms. Well, I don't have a True. problem at all with that period. And just coming from somebody who's dealt with online stalkers using fake accounts and all this stuff, it uh, I can understand the value and just on a As personal a level of a couple
2: of fake accounts. I got to say no, I don't want that because I like my fake accounts. Because when they ban me, I got somewhere else to go. So.
0: Very valid point. You may have just single handedly changed my mind right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a good point. All right.
2: All right thanks, for, thanks for talking to me.
0: Thanks, Elrod. Appreciate it, brother. All
2: right, bud. I
0: don't know if you know Elrod, man. That's a good dude. <laughs> a real good dude.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why they, uh, you know, Vivek and DeSantis were saying, even they would saying, like, this is kind of too much on, on the uh, verified accounts kind of thing. But, and, and I can see also what, you know, Jerry's saying and Elrod are, are there. I mean, Nikki Haley kind of is in that vein, right? She's a neocon. She's, you know, it, it she's gonna. I mean, she wants to verify everybody's account and then send them all to Iraq again. I mean, that seems like what she'd
0: do. Well, you know, it's like tie this back into Alex Jones of all people. Mm-hmm. Remember when he got banned and then Facebook, or he got just completely deplatformed on everything, and then Facebook came out and was like, they're gonna start doing like a crypto type thing. Yeah, and somebody that was drilling Mark Zuckerberg said, "Well, you're gonna get into money, so somebody gets deplatformed like, like Alex Jones." Is he no longer allowed to have money? You know, because mm-hmm. then you get into some serious discrimination stuff like, well, I don't like his opinion, so he can't exchange crypto on our system. It opens up some wild stuff. You also, ever since that, they haven't heard anything else about Facebook getting into crypto. They would rather have control over who can fiddle around on their platform than potentially tap into one of the largest uh, sources of income available.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right. I think it's, um, and I think you and I have talked about this many times. This is the biggest issue: is canceling people. Like, I don't like person. I don't like Alex Jones or what he has to say. But I think he has a right to say it. I don't think he should be deplatformed. Um, and that's, you know, I think that's hopefully though. There's been so much awareness to this now. Even like the you know, callers calling in and saying, "Nope." Everybody gets that this is an issue that we want to resolve, and that you know that was kind of like. That's why the you know I'm not I'm not talking about government because it's private companies, but you know the framers came in and and religion and, and speech are in the First Amendment. I think that's important to think about. You know, like why they that's how much they valued it. And um and I and again I know that these you know these are private companies, not the government, but still we you know we as Americans really hold that value strongly. And when you start canceling people for what they're saying like alex jones even though someone like me doesn't like what he says but i think he should be able to say it and platform it and we forget a lot of times too like you know like the aclu at one time defended the ku klux klan i don't know if you knew that or not yeah. but they did and and we've really moved far away from that outlook on speech and i think that's a huge problem and hopefully like, you know we're gonna now rectify it but... the
0: aclu fights to suppress speech
1: yeah exactly which is just such a flip in their you know their ideology from 20, 30 years ago. Four, I forget when they defended the Klan. I think maybe it was in the 80s. Well, but.
0: Don't forget the ACLU. One of their lawyers was one of the ones that was uh, got arrested for terrorism. Over in Atlanta for attacking the police town thing they were trying to build. I don't remember you that. Know, that really? just happened a couple months ago. Oh, okay. So I mean the LCO, ACLU are a bunch of Marxist Nazis, in my opinion. But you know, like but
1: forty years ago they weren't, right? No. They were they were they were protecting these things. Like I mean you think about a organization as liberal as the ACLU is defending the Ku Klux Klan, what that means. But to me that's the greatest form of like protecting and valuing speech I don't, because I don't it's like some, what you,
0: you say, but I'll fight for your right to say it. Exactly. Let's yeah. take a break real quick. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Let's go straight to the phones to close out the show today. Hey, brother, you on there?
2: Yeah, um, Nikki Haley is the worst. But y'all talk. Yeah, I mean y'all touched on all what I had to say. It was just, right, that's just such a far overreach for the government to get into a privately owned corporation's business. Uh, but the fact that what's scary to me is that if by some miracle Nikki Haley were to win the the nomination is just, who do Republicans turn to at that point? It's just like, this is why we need three parties, just because you have people saying scary stuff like that.
0: RFK, and they think it's I mean, okay. <laughs> I, you know, I know RFK is extremely liberal, but I, I would probably lean more towards RFK than Nikki Haley if, if I had to vote today. Oh,
2: yeah, for sure. She, yeah. She's the worst. But, yeah, that's all I
0: had to say. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey, real quick, today's Blue Plate special at Burgers Blues Barbecue, all three locations. Yes, the Flowood location at Dogwood is now open. Of course, they got the Madison and downtown Brandon locations. Also, it's smoked chicken and hamburger steak, or smoked chicken or hamburger steak, as well as mashed potatoes, black-eyed peas, and squash, and zucchini. As as always, the entire menu is available with their world-famous hamburgers. And Try the smoked Nashville hot wings, or check out the buffalo chicken wrap, grilled or fried. Can't go wrong either way. Sean, thank you, brother. Thanks, man. I had a good one
1: today. It's always fun when there's a big news story coming out in there. It
0: it, it definitely helps. It definitely helps. I mean, I hate it for the people involved in it, but it is what it is. You make news, we report it. This Mm. is the Clay Edwards Show. Coming up next, Mike Madison. I'll be back here tomorrow. Sean will be back here with me Friday. podcast will be available here shortly. Y'all stay blessed. Go support these sponsors. Thank you very much.